Welcome to the Abbott Circle podcast. I'm Father Ambrose Christ, and I'm the novice master here at St. Michael's Abbey. We hope that you enjoy the following recording. To learn more about the Norbertines, visit theabbotcircle.com. God bless you. Sir, if you have taken him away, tell me where you laid him, and I will take him. The missing body of the crucified Savior caused immense anguish to Mary Magdalene, who since discovering the empty tomb sounds like a broken record. At first she told the apostles, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. And then she tells the two angels the same thing, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him. And now she tells the supposed gardener more of the same. If you have taken him away, tell me where you laid him and I will take him. Her mind is fixated on only one thing. And in this last reiteration, she also reveals her master plan. I will take him. She won't go through this loss again because she will be the one doing the taking. But then this gardener says one word, and the broken record is fixed. Mary. He says her name, only her name, and she instantly knows him. After all, the Savior had previously said that he calls his sheep by name. My sheep Hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. So when hearing the Savior's voice speak her name, Mary knows that Christ's body was not taken, but risen. And therefore her plan, her master plan to take him away herself, is now not only unnecessary, but even prohibited. Stop holding on to me, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. Is the Lord here being too hard on Mary, who suffered so much immense anguish over finding him and protecting him? Didn't she have good reason to be possessive of God, who saved her, who was so perfectly possessed by the devil in her former ways? Was Jesus being stingy with her, A closer look at the scene in the overall context of the Gospels shows that Jesus is not being stingy at all, but completely generous. After Christ said, do not hold on to me, he added, for I have not yet ascended to my Father. And then he commands her to tell the others, I am going to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Jesus is not only going to his Father, but adds, your Father and your God. Yes, he is going, but he is planning on generously sharing the Father and the place to which he goes. Do you remember earlier in the Gospel, some chapters before, when Jesus told us what he'd do when he would go? 
When I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. So it is Jesus who will be doing the taking, and not you, Mary. And what's more, to those whom Jesus takes, he says, I will give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, and no one shall snatch them out of my hand. Here it is Jesus who sounds like the possessive one. He takes his followers, makes them to live forever, and then holds on to them in his own divine hands with no plan on ever letting them go. And not only are his flock sealed within his grasp, but he adds, My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. So God's flock is destined to be forever held onto in the protective hands of both the Father and Son, and we can add with the scriptures, sealed by the Holy Spirit. So no, Mary, you do not need to take the Lord. The plan is and always has been that you would be the one taken, taken up with all of God's sheep, held on to so tightly and never let go. Your own possessiveness, Mary, is nothing compared to the divine possessiveness of God, which is not so tainted by any sin. Jesus' words to Mary in the context of all the Gospels are not a corrective assertion of personal boundaries, but an invitation to follow after him in a new way, deeper into his own divine boundaries. The only boundary Jesus is establishing in the Gospels today is not only one around, is not one around himself keeping others out, but around both him and his flock keeping those who have followed him in, in the embrace of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit eternally. My brothers and sisters, at times we may feel that the Lord is saying to us, do not hold on to me, but if so, fear not. He is simply calling you to follow him too in a new, more profound way, deeper into his own jealous love, into his own hand and the Father's own hand, from which you will never be snatched away. It's no use settling for insufficient substitutes and cheap alternatives. Our only hope is following Jesus, who is calling you to the place that he is personally preparing, the place where he will hold on to you forever. Jesus is our incarnate and risen Lord, who of old had said, Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle Podcast. If you enjoyed listening or were spiritually nourished, please leave a review to help our podcast grow. Thanks again. God bless you.